Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. Get ready for your life to be changed by today's message from Pastor Jeremiah Hosmer. So today, 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 5 today, Therefore I thought it necessary to exhort the brethren to go to you ahead of time and to preach uh, and to prepare your generous gift beforehand, which you had previously promised, that it might be ready as a matter of generosity and not as a grudging obligation. Give me just a hair more of my monitor. Thank you so much. Just a little bit. Thank you. But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully, that's good, brother, will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart. Now, let me stop right here. Last week, I spent the whole week or the whole Sunday teaching and preaching on the tithe. Now, if you wasn't here last week, you need to, un- you need to listen to that because that is an elementary principle. Say amen to that. That is an elementary principle. You ain't even dug into the deep things of God. That is, this is an elementary principle. And we do not tithe after the order of Aaron, for that is under the law. We tithe after the order of Melchizedek, in whom Jesus has come in that order. And because Jesus has come in that order, the Bible says of his priesthood or of his kingdom, there shall never be an end in Jesus' name. And so we tithe after the order of Melchizedek. Now today I'm dealing with offerings. I'm dealing with how you're going to bring the increase into your life by faith. That's what I'm doing. So if you haven't, if you haven't learned on tithe, listen to that message from last week. It'll get you a foundation so that you can build line upon line, precept upon precept. And the Holy Ghost can take you from faith to faith and glory to glory. Shout amen to that. All right, let's go then. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not a grudging or a necessity for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace. Now, what did Pastor Andy say up here earlier? I loved it. What is grace? A supernatural empowerment of God to do what you cannot do on your own. For folk to say grace is, is God overlooking your sin, they don't even have a revelation of grace. They don't even know what grace is. Grace is a supernatural empowerment to do what you cannot do on your own. So with that understanding, listen to this. God is able to make the supernatural empowerment of God in your life of what you could not do on your own cause you to do it in Jesus' name. Watch this. And make all his grace abound towards you that you having all or always having. Everybody say, I always have all sufficiency in all things and I have an abundance for every good work hallelujah to the lamb now verse 9 says as it is written he is dispersed abroad he is given to the poor his righteousness endures forever now everybody shout now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food Supply and multiply the seed which you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. Wow, come on somebody. Praise God. Amen. Now watch this. 
while you are enriched in everything for all liberality, which causes thanksgiving through us to God. For the administration of the service not only supplies the needs of the saints, but also is abounding through many thanksgiving to God. I'm going to break all this down for you in just a moment. Just stay with me now. So watch this. While through, while through the proof of this ministry, they glorify God for the obedience of your confession to the gospel of Christ and for your liberal sharing with them and all men. And by their prayer for you who longed for you because of the exceeding grace of God that is in you, thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Now I want you to go over to Galatians 6 real quick. Galatians 6, praise God. We're going to read there. And if you guys could, if you could pull up uh, 2 Corinthians 9 in the, in the Passion Version, because uh, I might be referring, Passion Translation, I might be referring to that in just a few moments. So I want you to be prepared. Galatians 6, verse 6. Now watch this. Let him who has taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches the word. Listen to what God said. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever. God laid it out there. He said, I'm not even putting any kind of limitations on this thing right here. For whatever a man sows, that, everybody shout that, he will also reap. For he who sows to the, his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially those who are of the household of faith. Glory be to God. God said, if you're looking for somebody to do good to, he said, do good to everybody. He said, but when you find a believer, he said, you need to go on to the extra level with them right there, especially those who are of the household of faith. Let's pray and ask for God to do something big in this house today. Oh, I'm excited. Father, thank you for the revelation. I have been praying and asking and I believe by faith that bombs of revelation are going to explode in this place in everyone's mind, in their hearts, and in their spirits. Now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I ask that your perfect will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. I pray that your kingdom would come on earth as it is in heaven. I ask that you would look upon my availability and not my ability. I pray, Lord, that you would break down and remove any kind of barrier to communication that might exist. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that your anointing will be so strong that not one yoke of bondage will remain. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will move powerfully while the word is taught and preached to your dear people. And I pray today that Jesus would be glorified in all things. We thank you for this. We decree and declare by faith, the kingdom of God is at hand in the name of Jesus. And we give you praise. Everybody shout amen. Come on, give the Lord a praise all over this house right now. 
Today, as I've been in this series called March Madness now, listen, because I, I, I came, I was like, Lord, what do I do? March is about to be over and you got a lot more to say. And, uh, and he said, I didn't put that, I didn't turn around and tell you to limit it to the month of March. I said, call it March, March Madness. So after this, we're going to keep on going until the Lord tells us to stop in Jesus' name. But I call this thing March Madness, as, and I keep communicating this each week because we have new people that come every single week. That's your chance to give God glory for three seconds. Three, two, one. But I call it March Madness because kingdom giving and kingdom tithing and kingdom sowing is madness to the world. Absolute madness. They don't, listen, worldly people cannot understand, and I say worldly people because there's some worldly people in church too. Worldly people cannot understand how you give and have more. Worldly people do not understand that it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. This is, this is insane to them. But the Bible says, watch this, that it ought to be insane to them because to those who are perishing, the way of the Lord or the way of the cross is insanity to them. But to those who are saved, this is the wisdom of God. It's the wisdom of God. And so I understand that people might think, man, this is absolutely absurd. This is ludicrous. You listen, but the Bible says in Proverbs, there is a way that seems right to man, but in its end, it is death. So you got to understand, for especially, listen, those of you that walked down this morning and you said yes to Jesus Christ, Lord, change me. You got to understand, you, you just got ushered into a kingdom that does not operate by the rules of this world. It, it don't operate by the rules of this world. The world says if you want more, then you got to keep more. But the kingdom says that if you need more, you got to sow more. Because whatsoever a man soweth, that he shall also reap. Jesus said, give and it shall be what? Given unto you. He said, I'm going to press it down. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, I'm going to shake it together and I'm going to call it, cause it to run over. And then I'm going to talk to people and command them and speak to them to come and put it into your hand. Hallelujah. Shall men heapen into, unto your bosom. Glory be to God. And so you must understand that so today I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name this part four, kingdom sowing. So I'm, you might hear me mention tithing, but I'm not even touching it today because I spent all last week on it. This is how I'm good. Listen, this is, about, this is what's going to start bringing increase into your life. My God, let me tell you something. If I, if I was... Uh, 14, 15, if I was a teenager, just let me say this, if I was a teenager right now, I'd be, I'd, I'd be writing down everything I said. Because I'm telling you, there's going to be a few kingdom principles that's going to be released here in this house this morning that if you can get it at that age, dear Jesus, 
If you can get it at that age, I'm telling you, there will be a release on your life that's so powerful that by the age of 30, you'll owe no man nothing but to love them and you'll be walking in the power of God and God's going to continue to release on your life. Give him praise if you really believe that this morning. Hallelujah. So we're talking about kingdom sowing today. Now, I want you to turn in your Bibles back over to 2 Corinthians because that's where I'm going to be spending a lot of the time that we're going to be going into today. Now, I want to just give a little bit of my personal testimony. I mentioned it last week, but today is my son's birthday. Praise God. Let's give God glory for him. Um, he's, he's serving in the children's ministry right now, so he don't even know I said that. Y'all don't tell him. He'll, he, he thinks stuff like that's uncool. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> I mean, you know, now dad's old, you know what I'm saying? And he ain't cool no more. But uh, listen, but, but I can remember, I, to, I told a little bit about it, but, but I can remember in 2006 when he was born, I told you last week, my, 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 what I earned that year, I, I'm talking about this is what the IRS said now. And y'all know they ain't skipping no pennies. Okay. And so they count every little stuff. $12,000 was what I earned in 2006. That was my total earning. I had a child on the way, which was a miracle from God, by the way. Absolute miracle. He was a miracle from God. Had a child on the way, had no insurance. Went to try to get help, Timothy, and couldn't get help. I said, give me some wick or something, man. Couldn't get no help. Couldn't get no stamps. They, somebody told me, they said, if you'll lie on the paperwork, they'll give you all the help you want. I said, I can't do that. How can I, how can I give up what God has put in me and trade it for something that's going to perish? I can't do that. I said, I don't know what's going to happen, but I know something's going to happen. And, and to make a long story short, I, I told you the testimony last week, but I'll share it again. Uh, we, we submitted paperwork to an insurance company. They ended up covering most of the birth, and we, wasn't even a, we, we didn't even have insurance with them. God began to pour out in our lives in such a way I can't even explain it. So what I'm about to go into today, I'm not telling you because I listened to some preacher this past week and took his notes. I'm not giving you some regurgitated sermon. I'm giving you something that God took me by my hand and said, son, if you'll let me walk with you for a minute. I'm going to teach you something that regardless of whatever happens in your life, it will always bring increase in your life. I was in prayer one day and God said, let me tell you something, son. He said, I am your shepherd and you shall not lack. And I make a covenant with you today that if I lack, you will lack. And I said, God ain't never lacked. I took that. I said, that's my covenant, God, and I thank you for that. So when I talk about sowing today, first of all, you got to get tithing. Tithing's elementary. Settle it in your heart. That you're going to go on and do what's right before God. Once you get that down, then you can begin to step into a greater level of what God's going to bring increase in your life. Now, if you're writing notes today, I want to give you this today. Number one, kingdom sowing produces multiplication. Multiplication. 
Kingdom sowing produces multiplication. Multiplication happens when you sow seed where his kingdom is manifesting. Now that's very important. Why? Because how many of you have ever been, somebody's made you feel guilty because because so-and-so's ministry is about to go under and they done told you to take your tithe and your seed and turn around and go sow it into that and it's about to go under and if you don't do it and if this don't happen then we're going to go under. Can I tell you that if somebody's ministry is depending on your seed and on your tithe then, and or else it's going to go under, you probably ought to let that thing go on under anyway because God ain't turning around and blessing that thing. <laughs> Sowing seed, you sow seed where the kingdom of God is manifesting. Can I tell you where the kingdom is manifesting? Do you know how to recognize where the kingdom of manifesting is? Let me tell you where the, how you, how you can recognize it. You can recognize it where new life is happening. You can recognize it where people are being born again. I feel the anointing and preaching now. You, you can recognize it where people are being baptized in the Holy Ghost. People are being changed and demons are coming out of people and people are saying, I don't think I want to wreck my marriage anymore. I think I want to get it back together and let God be true and let every man be a liar. You can recognize where the kingdom is manifesting because the power of the kingdom is manifesting. Glory be to God. This is important. Why is this important? Because Jesus told his disciples, listen now, uh, let me say this. I got so much to say, I just need to get it, get it right before you. So kingdom sowing is sowing seed into a house where, where, where kingdom mindsets and kingdom principles and kingdom results are present. Now, now, honey, I know you go down to that church down there and that's a good little church and everything, but you, get, you need to keep sewing down here to this ministry because we we, we've been trying to paint the inside girl's bathroom for two years now and we can't get it painted. There's a reason why they can't raise $600 to paint the inside bathroom. I don't know what painting costs. I just put it out there. Y'all talk to somebody else. Amen. Why is that important? Because the kingdom of God and the glory of God, listen carefully, manifest together. Jesus told his disciples in Matthew 10, he says, as you go and preach, he said this, heal the sick, cast out demons, Tell them the kingdom of heaven is at hand or the kingdom of heaven is, at, is near to you. In other words, it's not hard to see where the kingdom of God is manifesting. This ain't hard to see, man. Where his kingdom is manifesting is where kingdom results are present. And Jesus, have y'all ever thought about this? I, this is the first time I thought about this this week. Jesus tells his disciples in Matthew 10, he says, don't take any money with you. He said, don't even take a change of clothes. Why is this? It wasn't because Jesus' ministry was broke. Matter of fact, Jesus had so much money in his ministry, he let Judah steal and still didn't miss it. He said, my treasure is a thief and I still got plenty. Now, that's when you got some money right there. I'm going to tell you right now. Now, watch this. 
let me just say it like this. Jesus's money was, so, uh, Jesus's ministry was so blessed that when it came time to feed a multitude, listen to what they said. They did not say, Jesus, we don't have money for it. They said, Jesus, should we go in and buy food for this multitude? He said, it's, it'll take 200 denarii. A denarii was a day's wage, average day's wage. He didn't say they didn't have it. Jesus said, no, 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 don't do that. I'm, I'm about to show you something. I, I need you to understand that I'm not limited to a world system. Who am I talking to right now? He says, I'm not limited to that. I just need somebody to step forward in faith and let me multiply what you're bringing. So why did he tell them why did he tell the disciples, disciples, don't go with any money, don't go with a change of clothes, don't go with that. Just, just go and preach the kingdom. Think about this. He's teaching a kingdom principle here to his disciples and to those who hear and receive the kingdom of God. He's teaching them that I don't want my kingdom to be a one and done experience. I don't want it, I don't want my kingdom to be a moment. I want my kingdom to be a movement in your life. So therefore, when you hear the kingdom preach, here we go now, he said, give them an opportunity to sow into the kingdom. And when they sow into the kingdom, they're going to continue to reap from my kingdom. And therefore, my kingdom becomes a reciprocating process that happens in their life, whether you're there or not. He said, now, if you come with all your needs met, they're not going to see it and they won't sow into it. Therefore, what has happened will, oh, will be limited to the moment and there is now, now therefore, not a movement. Yes, Glory be to God. Now, in other words, he's saying, if they don't sow into it, you got scripture for that, pastor? I sure do. You just read it in Galatians. Galatians 6, 8 through 10. Now watch this. If they don't sow into it, they can't reap a harvest from it. Now, for some folk, they just, this morning, they're just sitting here saying, oh, okay, praise God. But for some of you, something's going to click this morning. And all the religious stuff that the enemy and, and all the other people have placed on you is going to break off of you this morning. And you're going to realize that there is, there is a way in the kingdom of God that will usher you into not just having enough, but more than enough. For our God is a more than enough God. Give him praise in this place right now. So, I want, I'm Pastor Jason's going to help me out with an illustration real quick. Now, again, where do we sow our seed? We sow our seed... Where the kingdom of God is what? Is what? Is what? Is manifesting. That's where we sow our seed. We don't take our seed. Listen, what the, I've already heard two testimonies before I got on this stage this morning. I already heard, I already heard two testimonies of God giving seed to the sower. Lift one hand and say, I am 
a sower. Now, one testimony was of an of a, of a, of a individual that said, I, I was praying about what God would have me, uh, what God would have me to sow for today. Pastor asked us to pray. And he said, when I purposed in my heart to sow that amount, he said, I got a raise on my job. Why? Why? Because God gives seed to the. Thank you, Pastor. Another individual. Walked up. Someone walked up this morning and gave him one of them Holy Ghost handshakes. How many like Holy Ghost handshakes? Now, for those of you who ain't never been in church, you don't know what he's talking about. You, you think somebody grabbed him by the hand and like pushed him down or something. That's not what. That's not what that is. That's where somebody feels led of the Lord to walk up and bless you. That's what the old school called a Holy Ghost handshake. He said, me and my wife had prayed and we, and, and, and we prayed about a certain amount to give. So we had purpose in our heart to give that. A person walks up this morning and blesses them with the same amount. Hey, this ain't coincidence. This didn't happen by accident. God said, you purposed in your heart to sow. And I give seed to the. That's what I do. God says, I supply and I multiply the seed that you sow. Isn't that amazing? God said, you don't even have to come up with your seed. He said, all you got to do is purpose it in your heart that you're going to give it. And he said, I'll supply the seed to you. Now, I got some seed here this morning. Hey, by the way, this, this service is going to take a little while today. It's going to take just a little while. But let me tell you something. Even if half of you walk out, I'm fine. Because I've watched... I've watched people, I've watched people walk in this ministry so far under, so much under debt, they were depressed and about to have heart attacks and are debt free now. I've watched people walk in this ministry, their marriages were on, a, on the rock. I ain't, talking, listen, I ain't talking about the rock of God. I'm talking about, about to fall into shambles because of money. Wasn't nothing else. All because of money. And when they turn around and realize God teaches a kingdom principle, now their marriages are blessed. Now their marriages are put back together and they're going on with the Lord. Let's give him praise for that today in Jesus' name. Now, I'm going to choose some people, to, to my knowledge today, I'm going to choose some people that have just started coming to this church at least over the past year, year and a half, because some, the rest of you know, if you've been around here for a little while, you know what this illustration is about. Now, you need to keep your mouth shut. Amen. And... Uh, <laughs> so, so don't, don't, don't blow it for the preacher. Okay. Don't blow it for the preacher. All right. But, uh, uh, brother Kevin, come down here, come, come down here. Brother Dale, come down here. Uh, amen. We're going to give you some seed and, and, and I'm not, I'm not telling you where to sow it. 
You just, there's two, there's two things of soil up there. You sow it wherever you want to sow it. I don't care where you want to sow it. There's two things of soil. Now, now for y'all that can't see, one of them's full of, what is that, Pastor Jason? It's like rock and clay. Yeah, rock and clay, and the other one's got some good dirt in it. So I'm, they can just they can just sow, they can sow it wherever they want to sow it at. Come here, brother John. Come here. Let's 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 give you some seed. Who wants some seed today? Who wants some seed, y'all? If you come on down here, get you some seed. Come on. If you lift your hand, come on. Get you some seed. Come on down here. I'm I'm cool. We don't now. Don't act no fool down here. Amen. <laughs> don't act no fool. Uh, who wants some seed over here? Who wants some seed over here? Y'all, anybody want some seed? Okay, come get some seed, dear one. Come on, come on, dear brother. Get some seed. I, I, just, I, I just want y'all to see where, what, what, where places are being sowed. Now, y'all don't take too much time with it. I got to preach some more. Thank you, brother. I, I got to preach. Now, y'all hurry up. Yeah, one's good soul, one's terrible soul. I didn't get no, I didn't get hardly, anybody else in the center section want some seed? Y'all want some seed? Come on, get some seed. Okay, come on, brother. Come on, dear brother. Amen. Get some, pour some in the hand. Come on. Here, you get some, pour it in your hand, then pour some in his hand. I want y'all to pay attention to where they're sowing at. Because we're going to talk. I want y'all to pay attention where they're sowing at. I, and by the way, I want to thank y'all for all y'all people helping me in my illustration. I feel like a magician up here now. I got folk helping me out with my illustrations. Now, thank you, Jesus. You ain't got to put it in. Just throw it in there. It's all good. I, 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 it ain't gonna. Come, ain't none of it gonna come up anyway. I'm gonna dump it outside here in just a little while. I'm for real. I ain't playing. I'm gonna dump it outside in a little while. Now, now let, let's let's look at this right here. This, this I said I wasn't gonna touch this stuff today because I got white pants on. But this is what this is made up of right here. Y'all see this? It, I don't know how many gardeners we have in here. Can I wipe that right there? Praise God. Amen. Somebody. <laughs> I'm just real. Nah, brother, that's white. I ain't going to do that right there to you, okay? And then this is like, like, I'm talking about some real good soil right here. How many of you think anything's going to grow in this? Now, there's some seed in it. The seed is good. Same seed that's in here. Okay, ain't nothing wrong with the seed. What's wrong is with the soul. The soul is the issue. Now, everybody was sowers. So, so now we have, everybody is determined in their heart to be a sower. But now we got to talk about where we sowing. Now, now we have to talk about what is good ground. Because ain't everything good ground. I know they got a pulpit. I know they got a cross on the outside of the building. I know they call themselves a church. But you got to understand, ain't everything good ground. 
What is good ground? Where the kingdom of God is manifesting. That's where good ground is. When you see kingdom principles and kingdom results, you are now in the presence of good soul. That's where you're at. That's when it's time to say, God, you gave me some seed. Now, how do I sow? Now, I'm going to break this down in a little while why this is so important. Push your neighbor and say, pick up your toes. If you take your seed and go waste it on a carton of cigarettes. Now, the seed got put in your hand. God did his part. But how many of you know Marlboro ain't giving you a harvest? If you go get your seed and waste it on Bud Light. That company ain't giving you a harvest. They're giving you a headache. And if you keep on, you're going to go to hell. If you take your seed and waste it on lottery tickets. Pastor, you hate lottery. I mean, I ain't got nothing to do with them lottery people. I, have, I don't have no bones with them. They just worldly. I'm kingdom. They do what they do. I do what I do. But if you take your seed, I told a man one time, I said, let me tell you this. I said, take what you spend on your scratch offs and your quick picks. And for one month, sow it in the kingdom. And let's see who gives you a bigger harvest. I, I promise. The Georgia lottery system can't compare <laughs> to the kingdom of God. They ain't got a chance ah, to the kingdom of God. It's set up off a broke system and it's always going to be broke. If you take your seed and give it to your dope head cousin to pay his light bill for the 22nd time, well, God says give to the poor. Yeah, there's giving alms and then there's outright just being dumb. Listen, you are sowing into bad ground. And then look at God and say, where is my harvest? And God said, you don't have no seed here. You got seed here. Take your seed and put it here and I'll send a harvest your way. I'll send it your way. God said, listen, I'm so serious about this. I told you, you can test me on this. But you just can't go throw it anywhere, people of God. 
I had one person tell me, I, I, I like to sow all my money in. It was this, you know, preacher on TV. And I don't have no issues with preaching on TV. You know, they preaching the gospel. We all good. We're on the same team. I don't have no issues with them. I said, well, tell them to come visit you next time you get sick. Why you say that, Pat? Because this is your storehouse. You ain't sitting in their church right now. This is your storehouse. You sow into where you are being fed. And God said, I have, I have already commanded the blessing to fall down on you where I put you under authority. Hallelujah. Now, let's talk about this. What causes your seed to multiply? We've already settled the issue of good ground where the kingdom of God is manifesting. Not because grandmama called you up, made you feel bad because there's 13 people left in the church and they can't pay the light bill. Now, we laugh about that, but some of you done had that happen to you. I know you have. Well, baby, you know who... Let me just stop right there, you know. Y'all give Jesus praise. Come on now. Some people still trying to get over their lottery tickets. Come on, just get over it. Just get over it. And if you win $10 million, you got to tithe on that too. Come on, somebody. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone right there. Y'all know I'm talking junk, but for real. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> multiplication of the seed releases three things. It releases enough harvest in your life to put seed back in your hand. The Bible says he gives seed to the sower. According to Genesis 1, God created everything to produce seed after its kind. So in the harvest is the seed. Don't never forget about that. Anytime God brings a harvest in your life, ask him, Lord, what part is my seed? Because if you take everything from that and don't sow nothing from that, you can't get another harvest. So God is wanting a reciprocating harvest to come to you in your life on a regular basis. And you don't know what the future holds. But God said you don't have to worry about the future if you seek first the kingdom of God and my righteousness. He said because when you do this, I know when you need a harvest. Some harvests in your life are seasonal. In other words, God holds them back because he knows that you're about to come into a season of need. And when you get in that season, there's a harvest field that is full and God opens the door and says, I told you I am your shepherd and you will not lack. Because you sowed here, you can come over here and reap here. Glory be to God. This is, what, this is what keeps you in a place of constantly increasing. Well, pastor, I don't believe we're, as Christians we're supposed to do that. Well, God help you. We're trying to help you today. I'm for real. I'm trying my best to help you today. Now watch this. Therefore, the harvest is producing after its kind. 
You got other scripture for that? Sure do. The Bible says, the Bible says, whatsoever a man sows, that he shall reap. So you need to realize that you're, you're, yes, you're sowing finances, but guess what? There might, be a, there might be a day you need a friend. And the Bible says that he who needs friend need to make himself friendly. So I'm sowing that and I'm sowing this and I'm sowing that. Why? Because I am a walking seed bank and I'm constantly sowing every time I move in the kingdom of God. Why? Because I'm always getting a harvest in the kingdom of God. Number two, it releases a harvest that is greater than your seed. Sowing into the kingdom, it multiplies or what releases, multiplication of the seed releases three things. One of the things it releases is it's, it releases a harvest greater than your seed. I, don't, I, don't, I can't remember exactly what kind of seed. I know some of them was like a squash or something like that. But anyway, if you, if you, plant, if you plant a corn seed, when the, when, the, when, when the plant comes up, it isn't one seed. It's all kinds of ears on that plant, right? Okay, that's just what happens in the natural. Think about what happens when the supernatural hits it. You see, when you sow seed, church, now seed is above your tithe. Now you might say, well, I give 30% tithe. There's no such thing as 30% tithe. There's 10% tithe and then you give some offerings. But when you give, when you sow seed and offerings, church, you need to understand that, that, that there's a multiplication factor that hits that thing. And when it releases, it's not releasing according to what you put in. It's releasing according to what God has ordained to come back to you. Number three, it releases righteous fruit in and through your life. Man, if I could... If I could hammer this home for a while. John, listen, John, uh, 1 John 3, 2 says, it says that, that, that he says, I pray that you would prosper and be in health just as your what? Soul prospers. So what, so what is he sitting here telling us? He's saying, listen, God is so big that you can give something in the natural and he can release a harvest to you in the spiritual. God is so magnificent that you can sow something like money. Now listen to me. You can sow something like money and God can release a spiritual harvest in your life. Well, pastor, I don't believe that. You don't believe the Bible. Because the Bible says right here that, you, that he said, multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness. God said, I'm not just trying to return to you money. Man can give you money. I'm returning to you a harvest, spirit, soul, body in every place of your life. Hallelujah. That's the reason when you stop tithing and when you stop giving, revelation stops in your life. 
And you begin to develop a worldly mindset because God does not have anything coming from you to produce a harvest in you. This is what this is. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I'm giving you a way to sow in the natural and produce in the spiritual. I don't know of anything else that can transcend dimensions like that. Do you understand that, church? Transcending dimensions. I'm going I'm to drive it home one more time. God can take a $20 bill that somebody snorted cocaine with. God can take a $100 bill that turned around and solicited somebody. I'm going to stay at keep G-rated right now. And, and solicited somebody. And when it hit your hand and you tied on it, the blessing came on it. And when you sowed a seed, God took that seed and produced revelation in your life that will continue, continue you sowing seed. Transcending dimensions. This is, this is what had to hit me to where I realized I'm, the, I'm not just trying to hit a bank account. Man, I have revelation. I can't tell you how I got it. I don't know how it happened. I just have it. And so do you. Give him praise if you believe it in the house of God. This is going to be my last point. Stay in there, hang in there with me, push somebody, tell them, wake up. Number two, kingdom sowing. Kingdom sowing is sowing into God's glory. I've never taught this. So those of you that have been around for a minute, you need to wake up. I've never taught this right here. Kingdom sowing is sowing into God's glory. Do you know you can sow into the glory of God? Now, Pastor, you're going to have to prove that. I'd love to. Now, the, the, the King James Version, is, which is the version I like, this is the one I, 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 when I got saved, my wife bought me this Bible a week after. It's been covered two or three times and it needs to be covered again. Uh, so I like to read that, but it doesn't quite clearly tell you what 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 9 is saying right here. So I want you guys to put 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 11 and following up in the, th this is the passion version. It, it helps us to get a little more of an understanding here. Now watch this. You will be abundantly enriched in every way as you give generously on every occasion. For when you take your gifts to those in need, it causes many to give thanks to God. Go to verse 12. The priestly ministry you are, you are providing uh, uh, you are providing through your offering not only supplies what is lacking for God's people, it inspires an outpouring of praises and thanksgiving to God himself. 
For as you extremely, uh, as your extremely generous offering meets the approval of those in Jerusalem, it will cause them to give glory to God. All because your loyal support and allegiance to the gospel of Christ, as well as your generous hearted partnership with them towards those in need. You can take that down. Now watch this. Glory be to God. When you sow into where kingdom, the kingdom of God is manifesting. Because the kingdom of God is manifesting there, there are kingdom principles and kingdom leadership happening. And where you see that present, then that means that the Holy Spirit is directing the sowing. Now watch this. Last year, I told you, I said, we're gonna, we want to build some churches in Kenya. Y'all remember that? So last year, by, the, by God's grace, we were able to send enough money to Kenya to build two churches. Give God praise for that right now. Give God praise for that right now. And I can't wait for, for things to kind of get a little less crazy so we can go over there and take pictures and I can meet these dear pastors. I'll travel with the bishop and all that good stuff. But, but, but let me tell you something. When, when those churches are built and those people get in those churches, can I tell you what's going to happen that day? They'll probably, most of them, what they do is they have a, a dinner. They'll have a, 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 some kind of dinner after service that day. But all day long, they'll be sitting in there praising God, giving thanks to God, and giving glory to God. Because they realize that they couldn't do this on their own. But somebody at a place called Abundant Life Church partnered with them and was able to produce a building and give a building for them to worship God in. So now they don't have to worship around a tree in the rainy season. And now they don't have to worship around a tree when it's 105 degrees. And now they ain't got to sit out there and do that and worry about a bunch of lions coming to them. They can get in a building and give God some glory in that building. So what you need to understand is that you did not sow into a building. When they gave God glory, you sowed into glory. You sowed into God getting glory and everything you'll ever need and everything you'll ever want is found in the glory of God. So when you sow into the glory of God, then every time you have a need and every time you have a want, God says, I'm going to take from my glory and I'm going to release a harvest into your life because you sowed in such a way that a bunch of bushmen in Kenya are giving me praise and giving giving me glory and thanking me for everything that has happened. You sowed into the glory. Everything you can see and everything you can't see has been made from the glory of God. And when you sow into the glory, there's times where you can say, God, I need a harvest from your glory. You remember, Lord, you remember that when they were able to give you glory for that, you got the glory. It ain't about a building. It's about God getting the glory. That's what it's all about. Everything. 
God said, I got glory over there in the, I'm, I'm, I'm getting glory in the Maasai. The Maasai Mara over there with a bunch of tribesmen are walking with sticks in their hands and, and were destined on their way to hell. And now they're lifting up holy hands without wrath and without doubt. And they're turning around and discipling and witnessing the other people. And they stood in that building and they praised me until they didn't even have a voice anymore. Why? He said, I got glory from this and you sowed in it. And if you sow in it, whatsoever a man sows, that he shall reap. The glory is not just about a service. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God said you sowed into that glory, man. When we walked in this house, and, and y'all know the story. I tell it all the time. We, we pay debt free. We, we debt free all in this place. Praise God. We give God glory for that. How many times have that story been told just from this pulpit? And how many times you have told it to your friends? God is constantly getting glory from that. And can I tell you, everybody that is sowed to make that thing happen right there, you have a harvest in the glory of God. You have a harvest in the presence of God. You have a harvest in the power of God. So you might not mean no money. You might need some glory to fall on your prodigal so you need to say God you remember hey you remember when I sowed in that glory now God I need some glory to fall on my child I need some glory to follow my marriage I need some glory to follow my city I need some glory to fall on me God God I need some glory to fall and God said, you know what? You're right. And you have seed in my glory. Is this hitting anybody? Do you understand this? I never saw that until this past week. That I'm sowing in God's glory. That's the reason. You don't go put your seed in places God ain't manifesting. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, give God praise right now all over this place. Hallelujah. You know what? That's good for today. But I'm going to keep teaching. Why was it two weeks ago people unprompted, unsolicited, poured to the altar for 20 minutes straight giving? Watch. The glory of God hit this place. I don't even know really. I don't know if it was the revelation that hit your hearts. I don't know if God just, I don't know what it was. But I ain't talking about the present. I'm talking about the glory of God hit the place. And all of a sudden, you just felt prompted. Pow. That was the spirit of the Lord saying, so into my glory. You're going to need a harvest 
out of my glory. Everything might be wonderful right now, but there might be a day coming you need a harvest out of my glory. And so you need seed in the place you're wanting to get a harvest from. So therefore, if you sow into it, you can get a harvest out of it. But if you don't, there's no seed there. There's no seed there. He said in, in Genesis chapter 8, and from this time forward, as long as the earth remains, is the earth still here? He said, there shall be seed, time, and harvest. He said, there's going to be seasons. There's going to be, in other words, there's hot and cold. Down here in Georgia, we got this devil's dust flying everywhere. Amen. I couldn't go outside but two hours yesterday. Because I knew if I got out in it, I wouldn't have much of a voice today. But we have the seasons that change. Come on, Molly. We have the seasons that change. Now listen to what the Lord said, and then I'm done. He said, if you can stop this. And by the way, if you can, can you make the pollen go away? <laughs> Praise God. But if you can stop this, you can stop seed, time, and harvest. He says, if you can stop the seasons, you can stop this. But you can't. And you can't stop this. And therefore, God is saying, listen, sow, sow, sow. And if anybody walks up to you, you hear me clear on this. And, and, and I, it, don't, it don't matter because I'm telling you, when you start preaching in this, this, this realm right here and revelation in this realm and people's lives start getting transformed, you're going to have some folks say something. But it's okay. Jesus said this. He said, that, he said that, that whatsoever you have given up for my sake and the kingdom. He said, you'll receive a hundredfold in what time? This time. But listen now. He said, but it won't come without persecution. That's in your Bible. He said, because folk going to see you getting blessed. And he said, the enemy's going to send a snare. And the snare is going to try to trip you up. To get you to think that you are a part of a man's system. He said, but you ain't a part of a man's system. Because that is death. But I have given you life. And he said, and I'm giving it to you more abundantly. He said, but it's going to seem crazy because it's not what you're used to. But as I take you one big circle, but remember, you are a new creation, a new creature. And the old things have passed away. And behold, some things, most things, all things have become new. And the all things even pours out 
into how you manage your money. It pours out in how you sow your money. And it pours out in how you get a harvest. All of it's connected. All of it. I, I tell people I don't never really have an issue. I never really have an issue with getting people to increase. Every once in a while we have an issue with people making the increase their God. You get so blessed you don't need God no more. You fall into idolatry. Remember, what you, you, whatever was meant to be worshipped and you use, when you use what was meant to be worshipped and you worship what was meant to be used, you are in idolatry. You are in idolatry. Well, I'm covered by the blood. You in idolatry. Plain and simple. Repent. And put God first. And he'll bless you. I'm going to say it again for those in Facebook land and YouTube land. Repent. Put God first and he'll bless you. Repent and put God first and he'll bless you. But God don't, God ain't no bench warmer. He don't play second string. Never has and never will. He says, I am first. El Shaddai, all sufficient one. I am first. And whatever I'm first of, I bless. Let's give him praise in the house of God today. Hallelujah. We pray you were blessed by today's message. For more content and to get to know us better, download our app at AbundantLifeChurch.com.